it's National No Beard Day. So I'm protesting. It's also a day that we find out how to turn $7 million into several trillion dollars. This is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Sunday, October 18th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. It is National Chocolate Cupcake Day, which means, um, you know, bake some of those, eat some of those. I think it's pretty simple. This next one is not as simple. It's National No Beard Day. So no beard, not beard day. Uh, That's going to be difficult for me because I do have a beard and I kind of don't want to shave it. You know, I I was looking at uh, thebeardresource.com to kind of prep for the show here and I looked at the top 20 beard in Hollywood. I'll share with you the top 10. Number 10, Tom Hardy. Number 9, Ben Affleck. Number 8, Jason Momoa. These are the guys with the best beards in Hollywood. Number 7, George Clooney. Number 6, Will Ferrell. That's an odd one. Number five, John Krasinski. Number four, Paul Rudd. Vigo Mortensen is number three. John Hamm is number two. And the best beard in Hollywood belongs to Jake Gyllenhaal. See, it's no beard day, but wouldn't you be upset if some of these guys lost that hairy face that they've got? You know, also on the list, Mel Gibson, Pierce Brosnan, Tom Selleck, Hugh Jackman, Tom Hanks, Uh, For God's sakes, you can't have Tom Hanks without a beard once you've had Tom Hanks with the beard. I I just think that's wrong. So uh, as much as I'd love to support No Beard Day, I I just don't think I can do it. What I can support is National Retirement Security Week. We should all be able to get behind this one. Put money into your 401ks. Put money into those IRAs. Be ready for retirement because you never know when you're going to be able to retire, and it's hopefully someday. I think that's what we all want, right? Just someday being able to retire. Yeah, you can also, you know, buy some property. And actually, we've got some property to talk about on the show. We're going to talk about a property that was purchased for about $7 million that you can now probably sell for a couple of trillion dollars. We'll talk about that coming up. And welcome back. Back in 1867, the U.S. bought some property from Russia. It was a sizable, picturesque property with breathtaking views, and the pristine property was beautifully landscaped and move-in ready with hardwood and a gas range. I'm talking about Alaska. It was purchased for $7.2 million, which was way below the Zestimate at the time. That would be around $132 million in today's terms. So Russia settled in Alaska in 1733. They began to populate the area in 1743. They did fur trading and things like that. The, the colony was not very profitable because of the cost of transportation. Also, the indigenous people of Alaska turned on the Russians, and the Russians also didn't fare so well in the cold. About 80% of the settlers would die from disease. I'm assuming that this was left out of the ad. By the 1860s, Russia was ready to abandon Alaska, so they opened up their Zillow app. Actually, it's Russia, so maybe Redfin. Anyway, William Seward, the U.S. Secretary of State, purchased the property sight unseen. They did that back on March 30th, but it was this day 
that the Russian flag was lowered and the U.S. flag was raised. This day became known as Alaska Day and is celebrated annually in the state. So was it a good deal? Well, back then, they called it Seward's Folly. They thought that he screwed up and that it was more of a fixer-upper than they wanted. However, it proved to be a pretty darn good deal, as both gold and oil were discovered in Alaska. As of a 2012 Washington Post article, the oil reserves alone are worth $200 billion and another $300 billion in copper, gold, and other mining activities. So, it was quite a deal. Alaska became a state in 1959, and it is the largest state by area, the 48th by population with just 1.2 people per square mile. Alaska was not the only territory added to the U.S. on this day. The other is Puerto Rico. The U.S. flag was raised in Puerto Rico on this day in 1898. It was during the Spanish-American War. However, the territory was not officially a part of the United States until the Treaty of Paris was signed later in the year. Big changes came to Puerto Rico. The, the peso went away in favor of the U.S. dollar. Additional rights were enacted for the citizens. Eight-hour workday rules went into place. The government lottery was abolished, as was cockfighting. Don't worry, that came back later. Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens, but they don't have the right to vote for president. They also are not protected by the U.S. Constitution. They voted several times on the issue of statehood, but each time... They vote to keep things as is. All right, on this day in 1939, Lee Harvey Oswald, the accused assassin of JFK, was born in New Orleans. His dad died of a heart attack a few months before he was born. By the way, his, his dad was named Robert E. Lee Oswald after the Confederate leader. His mom moved the family from New Orleans to Dallas in 1944. They actually moved around a lot. While he was a kid, they moved 22 times, and he attended 12 different schools. Lee was described as withdrawn and temperamental as a kid. They moved to New York for a bit, where he missed a lot of school. And because of his truancies, this led to a psychiatric evaluation. The doc described Oswald as being immersed in a vivid fantasy life, turning around the topics of omnipotence and power through which he tried to compensate for his present shortcomings and frustrations. Okay, so they went back to New Orleans, and he dropped out of school in the 10th grade. When the family went back to Dallas area, he decided to go back to school. However, that didn't last very long. He dropped out again after a few weeks, and he joined the Marines. While in the Marines, he was trained and tested in shooting. He did well. He was classified as a sharpshooter. He was court-martialed three times while in the Marines. In one incident, he accidentally shot himself. In another, he fought with an officer. Then the final incident was because he shot his rifle into the jungle while on watch. In 1959, he was discharged honorably because he said that he had to take care of his mom. However, he didn't do that. Instead, he went to Russia, where he tried to become a citizen of the country. In 1961, he met the woman that would become his wife, and shortly after, they moved back to the States and to Dallas. In 1963, he purchased a Carcano rifle for $30. On April 10th of 1963, 
he would use the rifle to try to assassinate a retired U.S. Major General, Edwin Walker. The attempt failed. Over the next few months, he would spend time in New Orleans and in Mexico. On October 2nd, he would return to Dallas. And on the 14th, he was told of a job opening at the School Book Depository Building in Dallas. On October 16th, he was hired as an order filler that made $1.25 an hour. And then, on November 22nd, he would go to work holding a package that he said was curtain rods. In the days leading up to the presidential visit to Dallas on the 22nd, the activities of the motorcade and the route were printed in the newspaper. At 12.30, from the sixth floor window, three shots changed the world. The events of that day and the life of Oswald has been questioned and inspected from every angle. Did he do it? What would a trial look like? There are a lot of unanswered questions and a dozen of conspiracy theories surrounding the events of those days in November in Dallas. By the 24th of November, Lee was killed by Jack Ruby while being transported from the city jail to the county jail. We'll be covering the assassination in November. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can hear. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Well, you know her as Mindy from Mork and Mindy. Pam Dauber is 69 today. Wynton Marsalis is 59. Neo is 41. Zach Efron is 33. Tyler Posey is 29. That's your look at October 18th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.